This is Shikamaru Nara. You're listening to the Shonen Tapes. Oh, you're not subscribed yet? What a drag. And this is the enemies tape. No, no, I'm vetoing that. <laughs> so ugly. And this is the enemies tape. No, can't you? Can't you just be normal? Can't you just say like? I got, I got. And this is the enemies tape. Was that so hard, Sean? Nah, man. I try to. I try to be. I try to be different, son. I'm trying to be different. Don't, don't, don't try to be different. Just do you, okay? And I'm gonna do me. You know who wasn't doing him? Who who was it? Jake Paul. Jake. Oh yeah, he got beat, right? Yeah. Let's go. You know you, what? You know why that? You know why that is, is like especially makes me happy. Why? Especially not just because Jake Paul is annoying with how he talks trash. He's like a Conor McGregor Jr. Even though he's bigger than Conor McGregor, but like a worse fighter. Um. But just because, like, Tommy Fury, I like him. He's a, he's our Love Island homie, bro. Did you see the season with Tommy? Wait, really? Yeah, dog. He was in, oh, he was, so, he was in there. I didn't know that. Yeah, That's so it makes me... That's so dope. it's like it's like seeing my, my favorite... One of my favorite reality... No, yeah, my favorite reality show be, like, this annoying guy that's always in my feed, so... Shout out, shout out Tommy Fury, brother. Yo, sh- shout out Tommy Fury. Also... I know that you you, you you hate um Jake Paul, but you're you're starting to turn around on Logan Paul, right? I still yeah, I, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm always yeah, yeah yeah I'm I'm okay he's whatever yo, yo you know he's going against Seth Rollins at WrestleMania right? He's he's like an exceptionally good wrestler. Like bro, say what you want about so him, oh he's he's like a natural. That dude is like so good. Like actual legends are like yeah he's really good. You know <laughs> he's it's insane. <laughs> he's he was made for this. Like he really was. He was made for it. Anyways, welcome to the Shonen Tapes. That was the most random riff we've had in a while. I am one of your co-hosts, Kevin. I'm Johned. I'm Johned. I'm joined by Sean Shonen Pants the Third. And today we talk about enemies. Yeah, King of the North. The King I'm of the North. The King of the North. The King of the North. I'm still so happy about that that bonus extra tape that we did. The king of the north, the king of dude. I that epi- that bonus tape or the extra tape or whatever you know, it made me want to have a Game of Thrones podcast. Me too. You know <laughs> Dead ass. Like I was like, yo, I could talk about this like literally always. And speaking of that, guys, if you want to go check out that episode, check out our Patreon. It is free until the end of April. So we got that little thing going on. Check out our link tree. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, blah blah blah. I want to stop being so self y To be honest, I heard a. I, I was watching a YouTube video. Right, I'm a gamer, and I, I I'm trying to watch a video on one of these games. And like, it was my first time seeing this dude's video. And he was like, he spent like in a 10 minute video, he spent two minutes talking about what he's got going on. And then after that two minutes, throughout the whole rest of the video, he sprinkled in stuff he was doing and sign up here and follow me there and do this there. And I was like, bro, I hate you. I, I was so over him by the end of the video. So, Tapeworms, is that how we sound? Like, honestly? Let us know if that's how we sound. For real, I, I really am curious because I, I don't want the last thing I want to do is sound like that guy. You know what I mean, Sean? Like, don't you hate bro, it when you're like, I think, like you, it, 
I think he was interrupting. I think we we get we get the business done in the beginning, and then we get yeah. into the meat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the meat. Yeah, meat. yeah meat. It's mostly meat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> meat. <laughs> meat. Well, whatever. Still, let us know. I I genuinely am curious. Don't hold back. Be honest. All right. You all want to know how we came up with this episode? It's actually so funny. It was a complete accident. I texted Sean using voice to text. And I was like, mm-hmm. yo, we're due for the anime tape. And I guess I say anime goofy according to Siri. And Sean's like, and, and it typed out enemy tape. And Sean's like, enemy tape? I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So, so honestly, this episode was Siri's idea. Yo, shout out to Siri, dog. Yo. Yo, you're messing up for like years, dog. We love you. Sarah's going downhill. <laughs> um, so like the enemy tape, right? This doesn't just necessarily have to be an antagonist, right? This doesn't even have to be the protagonist. This can be just two enemies, and it can be like some of our favorite set of. Uh, maybe we should have called it the rivalry tape. Now that like I'm talking through it, but also the enemy tape makes more sense because it's like. You're looking at it from one person's point of view, and like it's that person's enemy. So that it can be like a friend. Yeah. So it could be a friend of me. It could be like a. It could be literally anything. So exactly. Yeah. 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 So so Sean, what, like, what do you have in mind for this? I want to hear. I want to hear your first like your openers, your thoughts. Like, like what I what mean, to you makes like a good enemy ship? I think. Every story, especially if it's like some type of action story or some type of like drama, it needs yeah. mortal enemies. You know what I'm saying? People that <laughs> like, I do not mess with this person. I hate this person. Here's yeah. why. And then the other person, the other side's like, I hate that person. I want to take them down. Bonus yeah. points is if they are friends before and then they turn into bitter enemies. You know what I'm saying? I I think that's like the best type of storytelling you can do is yeah. making really writing really good enemies because anyone everyone can relate to having an enemy you know oh, yeah. most most people can relate you know we yeah. all we all got that person that were like I do not like that person I will never yep. like that person yep. if I could I would take that person down you know yeah yeah so, yeah. I like what you're saying here. It, it's definitely a bonus point if they are friends at first and turn into enemies, but it's also fun, but a little oversaturated how enemies turn into friends. I feel like that happens way too much in anime. That's like yeah. that's that's probably like an overused trope, I would say at this point. Somebody shows up, he's the rival, or I hate you, and then some goofy thing happens and they gotta be homies and now they're best buds. Save yeah, the world. Yeah, I don't like I, I don't like enemies turn to friends. I like friends turn to enemies because I feel like that's not used a lot. But, but like, ah, okay, okay. But but if it's done, if it's done proper, it can be good. If it's mm-hmm. enemies turned into like teammates and then back into enemies, I think that that might be my, that's probably like the most interesting one for me. Like, mm-hmm. I'll give a good example: Goku and Frieza. I think. Like, I love Frieza as an enemy for Goku because it was, like, such a big deal. And, you know, the the tournament arc came around after all the crap that they went through. And he had the option of going back and picking whoever. And he he didn't even consider Cell, right? He was like, oh, well, what about Frieza? He just went, he just went, like, he picked his 
he picked like one of his, in my opinion, like mortal enemies. Goku is definitely like Frieza's enemy for sure. Mm-hmm. They became kind of homies for the the universal arc. Not really homies, even too, because like they still punched each other in the gut. You know, there there was still some bad blood within there, but they did it. They did what they needed to to work together. And now it's being hinted that they are enemies again, right? Frieza continues down his dark path. I don't want to give any spoilers, but he's back to life, and he's he back does to his old ways. He's back to his old ways. So they're enemies again, and I'm like, wow, that's like an amazing relationship. It, he didn't go the typical like. I'm going to fight you and then become your best friend and a part of the team. The way Yamcha did, the way Tien did, the way Piccolo did, the way Vegeta, the way Vegeta did. did. Everybody in the show, they were like, no, like we're going to switch this up. So I think that's like a really good standout and a really good pick because you can tell Goku at first was like, I, I hate everything you stand for, but then still relied on him to help save the universe. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they did their thing. I thought that was dead. I thought it, I thought it was dope and i feel like it was organic the way freeze like they worked with frieza but it's like it would have been unrealistic if frieza just became a main character and it was yeah just a good yeah guy. and it was just a go- organic how like yeah frieza's the villain again you know what i'm saying it felt, it felt right it didn't feel it weird it right, was yeah. like yeah yeah, yeah totally because i personally was afraid that there is going to go the normal dragon ball route like where frieza has like a yeah. redemption arc and like it's a good guy yeah. some for some reason i'm like that doesn't feel right you know so i'm I'm glad that frieza's still a scumbag that's racist you know i like racist scumbag racist scumbag monkey oh speaking about racist scumbags yes love that it's black history month kevin yes you're about to be heard after this month oh let's go baby yeah i mean i've been talking to myself for about a month now um and so you know no one's gonna hear this i wet my pants last night no one's gonna no one's gonna know no one's gonna know look tapeworms i see you on you know twitter instagram celebrating sean shona pants i applaud you guys but um they tapeworms aren't my enemies they're your en- black history month they're your enemies kevin i, f- I feel like it's a, i feel like it's a one-way enemy ship because I, I don't feel that way about them so super weird boys. super weird um but yeah, like th- that, that like relationship with like Goku and Frieza, it's definitely a really good yeah. enemy relationship, and it's like compelling. I think another compelling relationship that's not like almost like it's not the the crux of the show, but it's like a very good addition to the show is attack an Attack on Titan Ooh, Levi yeah. Ackerman yes. and Zeke. What a like, good one! Yes. So- Yes. Good, son. It's yes. so good, and yes. it's because like Zeke, and it, it, it makes sense. Like it makes sense why they're rivals. One, yeah. Zeke destroyed all of Levi's unit and his captain. Yeah, Levi hates Zeke. Zeke hates Levi because he embarrassed him in a fight and literally almost took him down. You know, yeah, yeah. pretty much he took him down twice. Twice he did. You know, um. Levi has Zeke's number and Zeke hates that. And then Levi, of course, hates him because like he's killed all his people, you know, or most yeah. of his people. So I just, I just love it. It's so I like when enemies are organic and it makes sense. It doesn't feel forced. Yeah. And like I it just makes so much sense. Like almost more than Levi and uh I don't know, Zeke and Aaron. 
you know, which that's a good, really good enemy relationship. But I think that the Zeke Levi uh, enemy and them as like moral enemies is a little bit more compelling. And I think maybe it's that way because like they don't like beat your head over with it. They're, it's just like in the background, like how they hate each other. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it makes sense. It makes sense that they hate each other too. Like, I feel like yeah. every time I hear one of them talk about the other person, I'm like, oh man, like, like he's seething. Like he's seething thinking <laughs> about this person right now. Like they you hate know? each other. It's like the way they wrote it, it's just like so good. And it's like, you can feel, yeah, you feel their hate dog. And it's amazing. Now, do you like, do you like an enemy ship where they legit hate each other more? Or do you also like frenemies? Because I think that's another very overused trope in anime. Frenemies. I think frenemies is overused unless you write it correctly. Give me an example. Um, Goku and Vegeta. For all of Dragon Ball Z, uh, the Z, not super. Correct. Not super. Z, but in the Z, yeah. they, were, they were frenemies and it was written correctly. Like Vegeta, for the most part, was not on their, like, he was on their side because it like, matched his goals. Other than maybe like a, the Majin Buu saga, he was kind of all just on their side. But like, there's parts of the Majin Buu saga where he was like legit the enemy. Um, but yeah. like for, for the majority of the of the series, he was like a bad guy that was just like with them because it met his like his goals, his goals, know? his initiatives, yeah, his yeah. initiatives. And then like he still wanted to defeat Goku, you know, and like he never let Goku think that there are boys in all of Z. He was just like, yeah, no, I'm going to kill you one day. No one else yeah. kills you, but, but yeah. me. But he me. wanted to. Yeah. And I think and it was like, they're like best friends too. It's just, it's funny how everything turns, but I feel like that's something that makes sense. And it's not forced in a really good way because exactly. they are friends for that reason, but they're not finding excuses to keep the relationship the same. Like their relationship has very clearly evolved. Like very yeah. clearly evolved. Yeah. It's not like oh, I'm gonna kill Kakarot, and you're yeah. not going to kill Kakarot. Like imagine him yeah. saying that in 2023. Yeah. Like come on, dog. Come on, Vegeta. Yeah. It, it makes sense that they're friends now because like you know Vegeta's softened up. He kind of realizes that Goku was like stronger to him, which yeah. honestly still trying to surpass him. But you know they're like they're like rivals. They're not enemies. Exactly. They're yeah. They're more rivals than enemies or frenemies. Yeah. But like when in Z, when they're frenemies, dude, it was so good and it was so believable too. It's like, all right, like, because when Vegeta like showed up, you're like, all right, like, is he on their side in this like scene or like could he like you know stab, stab them in the back because he hates Goku? You never know. You know? Oh, he he was you a loose know. cannon. Yeah, he was a loose cannon. I I kind of missed that about Vegeta. He was like unpredictable, especially in in this Frieza saga. Where you're like, what's Vegeta gonna do? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I I like I like frenemies. Um I do think it is overused as well. I think mm-hmm. that I hate one-sided frenemies. Those are those relationships I think make me roll my eyes so hard. They like roll to the back of my head and then I start floating. Think about Kiba to Naruto. Oh, I'm going to be Hokage. It will fake fist. No, no, sorry. Well, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be Okage. Uh, fag over fag, fag over fag. You're my rival, and it's just like Naruto's like, Ugh. like. And I know, I know the point was for it to be awkward, but like it was a little too awkward. And I feel like that's in every show. 
you always have some goof who's like trying to match the protagonist and call them the rival and then the protagonist kind of like feeds into it a little bit and he's just like yeah okay like train hard but but he's just kind of like but do we hate that because it sucks or because like the 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 writers don't care to like make like like elaborate on that relationship I feel like it's because they don't really care. They're like, yeah, this character, he's got to give this character something. So let's just write that in for him, you know? No, because when I think when I think of frenemies, I more often think of that than I do something that works really well. Like, th- like, give me a, give me more examples of frenemies that are really good. I'll give you an example of frenemies that kind of don't even know that they're frenemies. They are, like they don't operate it, but they're frenemies. Naruto and um. I was going to say Naruto and Shippuden. (laughs) Naruto and um, Sasuke. They are frenemies because, but then it's like. Rivals though. They're they're more rivals and frenemies, but they are frenemies because like Sasuke is going against them pretty much. And then. Yeah. I guess they're rivals. Yeah, you're right. They're more rivals and. It's very confusing because, like, Sasuke, like, does not care about, for the most yeah, of his series, was... does not care about Naruto, and Naruto really cares about him. He's like, he's my friend, yeah. and they're, they're fighting against each other. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, one's trying to kill the other one, and the other one's holding back the whole time, so it's, like, it's not a true enemy relationship. Yeah. Um, and, like, it's cool when the show does a fake-out, though, and makes you think that they're enemies, but they're not. So, yeah. speaking of Sasuke, Sasuke and Itachi... Like, I thought that was probably the most compelling enemy relationship in the show until it wasn't, right? Until you figure out really, really what was going down. But you watch that whole thing and you're just like, you're like, wow. Like, another case of Sasuke is deceiving. He's thinking about Itachi and it's making his blood boil. Mm-hmm. And then you see Itachi and he's like, you're weak, you're nothing. And like, choke, chokes him and like breaks his arm. And I'm like, yo, it's like, this, like, what's is, going this on? is crazy, you know? <laughs> And I love in an anime when they sh- when it's like the the calm, cool, and collected character, and then yes. when they show someone that they hate, they just lose all control. Like yes. whenever Itachi was on screen or he was mentioned, Sasuke yes. would lose his cool. You know, yeah. and I like I like that like when they did that because it just showed how much hatred that he had for um, Itachi. And duly so, man, kill his his whole his all his, his his peeps. You know what I'm saying, bro? Not just his friends, but his family and like his extended cousins and like, <laughs> any, anybody he knew ever. <laughs> this is like they're all gone. Like, kind of messed up, bro. Like that's horrible. Was, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yo, he's he's wrong for that. Like, obviously, no, he's wrong for that, but. Even when you like explain, like you figure out why he did it, I'd still be like, "Nah, like st- it's nah. still, it's still, nah, bro, it's still you screw you forever, dog." Yeah, you you couldn't have game planned with the homies a little bit, like you couldn't have maybe like ran it past dad before you just murked him. <laughs> Jesus, cheese and rice, cheese and cheese rice, and, cheese and rice and crackers. <laughs> I like. I guess my favorite type of enemy relationship, though, is actual enemies. Like, actually, like, good versus bad. And, like, I hate you. I hate you and everything you stand for. I think that's my favorite type. It, mm-hmm. It's 
It's even more compelling when they're neither of them are technically bad. They're just on opposite sides of the political spectrum. And I think that's why Attack on Titan is so standout and amazing. Because although Zeke is like like a bad guy, you still kind of understand where he's coming from and why he thinks the way he does. And it's not something where like, oh, you're just lost along the way. It's like, mm-hmm. you get it, right? Like people are going to sit on like yeah. diff- different types of like politics they say like one man's terrorist is another man's hero it's it's a situation like that so it it does make sense in a sense and Mm -hmm. like when you see that and you're just like wow i understand both sides and these two are so opposite they hate each other so much it's just exactly beautiful to watch the relationship that i really like in the enemy like it the enemy relationship that kind of like grew organically as well too as we watch the story is between aaron and reiner they're kind of yeah. like two sides of the same coin. And I yeah. really like when like an anime does this a lot too. When they do it badly, it sucks. But when they do it really well, it's <laughs> awesome. Because yeah. like they're really the same person if you think about it, like what they're doing. Okay. I mean, eventually until like Aaron goes like crazy, but like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, they're like they're both of what they're doing is the same. Um and like the way that they're enemies, it makes sense, you know, of course, because Reiner literally legit, you know, killed his mom, was responsible for his mom's death. And then Reiner hates Aaron because, like, well, now he <laughs> killed a, a lot of his people, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I don't even think, think they hate each other, though, to be honest. You don't think they hate, but they're enemies, Not, though. I don't, I don't. I think they're enemies because, as you're saying, there's two sides of the same coin or whatever. Yes, but yeah. they're on op- they're on opposite sides, and no. but like, but like they're both just being used. Like they're both just kind of like, like Reiner's definitely being used, and Aaron is trying to. Aaron is fighting more so fighting for a cause, I guess. Yeah, Aaron but, was being used. Now he's fighting for a cause. Now he's fighting for a cause, but yeah. I still don't think he hates Reiner, and I also don't think Reiner hates Aaron. Like, no, but they, they, but they. They have to be enemies. You know what I'm saying? They're like put in a place where they have to be enemies. And yeah. I think that's compelling too, as well. Like they don't have to, they're not like enemies that are like, oh, I hate this guy so much. They're just scum. Like, scum of the earth. <laughs> I will vanquish thee. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out Topo from Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> Warrior. Kind of just like, especially you know that scene where like Aaron like turns into like he like tricks falco to take him to reiner yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, like it has to be like this like sorry kind of you yeah. know my and, bad like, g they like dap my, up my smoke bad. a cigarette because like aaron liked reiner before he you know found yeah. out about him being the armored titan or whatever in the most great like the most like nonchalant way like i'm the armored titan like what yeah <laughs> i see yeah. That still messes me I have up. To, I have to say, I am surprised you have not brought up the, these two enemies. And these two are enemies. Light Yagami and L. How you I not going to talk? Bring, man, I was going to bring that up. I had that written down and everything. You were, right? Bro. They're like the golden standard of enemies, in my opinion. That's like, that's peak. That's peak enemy. It's peak enemy because like, their enemy relationship legit was the reason why the show ran so well and got so yeah. much 
Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's it's literally yes, the golden standard enemies is light and L. Without a doubt. Yes. Some quick some quick side notes. I hate that his name is L. That's so stupid. I hate that we have to call him L. I know that's random and has nothing to do with what we're talking about. And then also, Death Note got worse after he died. I, it, it, it definitely did. I know some crazy stuff happened, but every time I look back at Death Note and I think fondly of it, I think about how good it was until L died. Spoiler alert for a 30-year show, but L dies. And... You can't tell me the show is just as good because you're saying the show ran so well because of how good their enemy no, relationship it was. It definitely wasn't as good. It was still good. Like, it's still my favorite show, but it wasn't yeah. as good as when... Because the show was so... It went so well because, one, it was like two of the smartest guys just trying to outsmart each other. And then the show just turned into light outsmarting everyone and, like, playing with them. He was, like, playing with his food after... In season yeah. two, which is dope to me. I think it's dope because it's like, all right, like now it's like everyone else has to figure out how we beat Light because he's so smart. Um, but yeah, like it got worse. It got worse. <laughs> by that much, guys. A you lot. Know, no, a lot. Know. Like, come on. Season two was come still on, dope, bro. Season two was still dope. Uh, I'll save it. I I'll save it for another episode. Die on this hill, yo. We'll, we should have, honestly, we should have an episode debating why season two wasn't bad. I'm I'm down. I'm down, I'm down to have that episode. Um, I'll tell you this though. Like, remember when they were playing tennis? It was light and yeah. L. That was like the funniest. Like, like one one hits it to the other side, and the other side's like, okay, should I miss this on purpose? But if I miss it on purpose, is he know I'm missing it on purpose because he doesn't think I am as good as I actually am? But do I want to be this good? <laughs> like, just like the the definition of mental gymnastics and overthinking everything. But they had to because they were right each time. Like each time, one exactly. of them said, "If I do X, will this person think Y?" And every single time, the person did think Y. If that person did X, so mm-hmm. like. It wasn't dramatic, but sometimes I feel like, uh, you know, that that's how people be thinking the other people be thinking, like, in real life, and it's like, they don't care. Like, no, it's, don't it's, care. it's not that, it's usually not that deep, but in Death Note, it's always that deep. Yeah, in, in Death Note, it's always that deep, and it's always that hectic, you know? And yeah. it's, you, you have to use mental gymnastics when you're in Death, in the Death Noteverse, because Light and L are definitely using mental gymnastics. Um, yeah. Let me ask you something. What two protagonists from other shows do you think would be enemies because of how they are as people? And and you know what? You don't you don't have to use just the protagonist. You can use the side character as well. Okay. Um, the number two. Sasuke and Levi. Sasuke and Levi. You think they'd be enemies, really? Yes, because I think they would secret. They kind of like respect each other, mm. but I because Levi, yeah, he's a rogue, but he follows the rules. He is he is a soldier. Sasuke is a renegade that goes against everyone and like does what he wants. That's true. For, okay, for his own, for his own gain. And yeah, I think that would piss off Levi. And then I think he would like 
thwart a lot of Sasuke's plans, and then that would piss off Sasuke. So they would always be like back and forth because okay, I like know, that. That's Levi's a good pick. A little, Levi's a good little soldier, and Sasuke's a little shit that like leaves island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good pick. I could totally see that because at first I'm like they're so similar, but then you're right. Levi is a soldier. Yeah, Levi, Levi is a soldier, and Sasuke is not a soldier. He is far from a soldier. <laughs> like his own man. He's a no. catalyst for chaos. Catalyst for chaos. I, I think I got a good one. Well, what's yours? This is a toss-up, but I think it would work. And this is this is for both characters in the early parts of the show, not who they are now. Naruto and Luffy. Okay. Let me explain this one. Explain that one. Yeah. I know, I know. Let me explain. Let me explain. So, I feel like they're both like kind-hearted, but the way I see their relationship going is Naruto saying he is the best at X, Y, or Z, and then Luffy being like, "You're stupid," and trying to one-up him, and then those both being like. And they get into like a screaming match, and they'd be the type to like literally butt heads, and you know when the anime heads get really big and they scream in each other's faces. So more like frenemies on the same side, I guess. Then yeah, more so frenemies, not mortal enemies, but more so frenemies. Like like we're on the same squad, let's team up. But like I hate how you operate. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Also, what would be an interesting relationship is Hokage, Hokage Naruto. And then Luffy at like normal, like where he is right now, like you know, six thousand episodes later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and on episode six thousand, <laughs> where it's like Naruto was like, dude, I hate how this guy operates because like Luffy just goes off on like does whatever, you know. He's just kind of like a loose cannon. I feel like Hokage Naruto from the few episodes I watched the Baruto, he's very. He's very thinky. It's very, it's very interesting. He's very different from how he was in in Naruto and Shippuden and stuff. One hundred percent. From what it's, I've seen, I'm like, he's really laid back. He's he's a totally different person, honestly. Which uh, honestly makes it even worse, to be honest. Like, I like that he's like older and matured, but he's just so not him anymore. It's weird. Yeah. But, but, I mean, you, but it, it makes sense, it, though. You're not you're going to be who you are when you're 14, when you're like in your 30s. Yeah. Like, imagine me being like I was in like eighth grade and ninth grade, just like screaming out the hallways. <laughs> <laughs> Sean used to Sean used to say dog when he would like see us and he would be so dramatic and loud about it. Literally, like in the busy high school hallways. Ten people around him would all get scared at the same time. <laughs> I'm like, talking Zah. like he was a freshman. He would scream dog and like seniors around him would like drop their backpacks like out of fear. Because it was so <laughs> sudden. <laughs> oh, what a guy, dude. He, I was yo. I feel like you disagree with me with the with the Naruto Luffy thing. Do you just no, say just say I you disagree with me? Initially I disagreed. But when you explained it and how it'd be more of a frenemy relationship, I'm like I can see that because they're you see it, right? They're both. A lot of people will be like they're the same, but that's and why. I, and I would say that, like for like early Naruto and early Luffy, but I feel yeah. like where they're at, even at the end of Shippuden, and then Luffy now, like it's they're completely different people. They operate very different differently, 
And I feel like they'd butt heads because their plans wouldn't be similar. You know? So I get that. And then they'd both want to be the best. Like, I'm Hokage. I'm I'm Pirate King. Uh, Screw you. And then they fart, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Do you have another um, characters from different shows that would be good good enemies? I'm trying. I'm trying. And every time I think of something, I, I find ways that they would eventually get along. So I'm confused. Do you have any? Yes. Um, Lelouch from Code Geass and Light Yagami. I know we used Light, um, I said, no, we haven't used them in this in the example. So you haven't watched Code Geass, but like when you, f- okay, so when I first, um, finished watching Death Note, the anime that they recommended was Code Geass. And I was like, oh, well, and I started watching it. And I was like, well, there's like little like, Gundams walking around. Why is, why am why is this like Death Note? Then you meet yeah. the main character. Then you meet the main character, and he has like this power where he can control people and stuff like that. And it's very interesting the way he does it. And he's like always like playing mind games with mind games, and he's always trying to one up people, trying to one up his like friend who's like not as great as as, as a foil as um, L was. The drama of the show and like how his show gets drives forward is how kind of like demented. Lelouches, and I feel and like how he's like he's almost like playing chess with everyone, you know. And I feel like with Light, he Light would be a really good enemy for Lelouch, and I feel like they would be enemies because both of them are super smart, and they'd be trying to outsmart each other and show like who's the who's the more dominant and who's like you know. And I think yeah, that, I think that would be a good a good they would be good enemies because of that. They'd probably be trying to outsmart each other. Cause like lights, like, Oh, like I, since L, ever since L died, I need a new, a new foil. And then Lelouch should be there. It sounds like I got to watch me some code. Geass. Bro, you need to watch code. Geass. It's, it's a little old school, but like, I think you would like it. What about, okay. What about this one? Yusuke, you're and Spike Lee. Do you think they would get along or be enemies? They're that's also hard. that's tough, right? Because there's they're they're in that they're in that field where they're like kind of similar, but also like you know, I think they would be butting heads and stuff, but I don't think they would be enemies per se. Yeah, I'm having so much trouble finding like enemy enemies. I can see like, nah, I don't know. It's hard, man. I guess I guess maybe we give writers too much uh too much flack. But then again, we are picking protagonists, and protagonists oh, do have like. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. For me personally, what makes a good enemy relationship good, whether it's for the protagonist, whether it's for the side character or anything, it's if one person feels greatly wronged by the other person. Not just for who they are, but like they, they feel wronged. And then if that feeling's mutual and you can get that like, oh man, who's going to win this without it being super obvious, I think that makes for the best storytelling. That's probably my favorite. And then I also like the enemies turned teammates and then back to enemies thing, right? As as long as you swap them back to the other team and don't make it another Dragon Ball Z trope. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think those are the best. What, wait, wait, what about you? I definitely love when they started out as friends and then it's like almost like a slow burn into like mortal enemies. I yeah. love that. 
and like they almost like you and it's like written so well where it's like you know they're going to become enemies but like you don't care like you just want to see how they become enemies i love that and i think when it's done well enemies to friends is okay if it's done well yeah it's overused but when it's done well and written well i it makes sense to me you're right no you're right Tapeworm's question of the podcast is what is your favorite enemy relationship? And this doesn't have to be rival. This can just be enemies. And I, and I feel like they're very synonymous, but I, th- I, th- I feel like you guys know you guys know what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, guys, if it's your first time listening, make sure you are subscribed because we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode. Catch us next week. Also, if you haven't checked out the bonus episodes on the Patreon, do so. It's free until the end of April. Come chat with us on Discord. We see you guys creaking in after these episodes, and we love to we love seeing you there. So keep it coming. It's mad fun chatting with you guys. Yo, and actually, before we go, uh, the Shonen tapes got shouted out in a song. And it's you know it's not like a you know I'll, I'll, I'll let you intro it, but it was like it's like our first shout out. Yeah, yeah. One of my homies um, from college. He is a aspiring rapper. He's all over SoundCloud. Um, and he he listens to the show quite a bit, actually, quite a bit. He like at, when we put out we. episodes, he's just like he's like, "Yo, man, like you should have said this and stuff like that." <laughs> he made a song, sent to send it to us, and he was like, "Yo, I shouted out Shonen tapes," and then I was like, I sent it to Kevin, and he was like, "Bro, like I'm okay with putting this on the." It's on, guys, on the dude. It was a it was a bar too. It was a bar. So we're gonna we're we're just I'm just gonna edit in the snippet of that bar, and if you want to check out more of it, link in the description. We're going to let the bar be our parting words. Surround sound, feel it all around, moving through the ground. How now, brown cow? How do I restore the crowd? Get them all in tune and get them real loud. Going pound for pound with these other little hounds. Long overdue and I'm making the rounds. So go and get gone. Talk so much I need a vacation. Shown in tapes, yeah, what's good, Sean? Hip-hop and anime, the shit that I'm on. Fuck just for fun, man, I'm in the dawn. Ready for another spin going round the sun. The best part, uh, getting to.